This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. (laughs) In this episode of Whiskey Cats, we try an Icelandic whiskey, get an update on our whiskey aging experiment, and read some listener email. Enjoy! Today we're drinking Floki, which I think is how you pronounce this. It is Icelandic whiskey. Floki? Is that one of the Marvel Adventures? Have <laughs> <laughs> you been working on that all day? No, time? I thought of it, I swear. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, they thought I was waiting for that moment, but it just came to me right now. <laughs> so our friend Samer, uh, who travels to Iceland quite frequently, finally found in the duty-free at Keflavik Airport, airport um, this bottle of Floki, it is, uh, Icelandic young single malt and it's made at Eimverk Distillery in Gardaber. I'm sure. surely butchering every <laughs> single word that I am saying right now. It's a hundred percent Icelandic barley. Oh, interesting. Uh, and they are... <laughs> it says grain to glass in Iceland. Grain to glass. And the whole, uh, they have this whole thing on their website about how Icelandic barley is really hardy and it grows slowly because it's such a rough place. We've been there, we know. I was um, going to say, I, I might, yeah. you know, I kinda, <laughs> there's a lot of PR speak in this yeah. business, but I, I kind of buy that so far. <laughs> Wind that you can't even walk against. It's a cold place. So <laughs> there's it's no sun. For much of limited sun. Limited sun. Okay. So it's hardy, slow growing, grown in volcanic soil, like all soil in Iceland is. Um, at the Arctic Circle. That's I like how they mm. throw that in there. Um, so does that mean it's grown far north? Because only the... Yeah, I couldn't, you know, I looking at a map would have been a useful thing for me to do, <laughs> but I didn't, and I don't see it look indicated on the map that they provide. I'm just curious. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, you it's know, the whole country's pretty far north, so we were in the southernmost part, and it was pretty cold. And they say that this barley's really low in sugar, so they have to use more barley, more grain per bottle. So this Eimverk distillery, it's run by these two brothers, and they have a custom-made still named Elizabeth after their grandmother, which I think is adorable. Again? Mm-hmm. Didn't that happen last time? No, 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 we didn't know the name. Uh, Oh, well, yeah, but I mean just the grandmother part, uh, that it was, like, true. after their... It yeah. started with the grandmother. True, true, true. Oh, right. The archetypal grandmother. Right, who they wouldn't name because yeah. she was a woman, so why yeah. would you name her? Yep. Same same thing. Um, she has a name. She has a name. So, um, you know, moving up in the world. And I like that I was reading an article, uh, interview with them, and when they were asked how they learned how to distill, they both said YouTube. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. Like, quite a contrast thinking about the Westland, which we were drinking earlier today, which, you know, the guys at Westland went to Scotland, Scotland. to <laughs> learn, and they learned on YouTube. But they are sending their niece, their niece is in Scotland now learning, you know, she's doing the whole training thing, so she'll come back and expand the distillery. But I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. You can learn anything on YouTube. Yes. Yes, you can. So, yeah, it was founded in 2009. This is uh, this is the youngest. They're they're going to release an aged one, it says, sometime in 2016. They also make a gin. But this is what Samer brought us back. So Amazing. Um, I'm sorry. I might have totally blanked on this, but did it say how old it was? I think it's a year. Um, and- it is very young. I mean, I think it's pretty young. Uh, malt is our very first bottling, 
And it's like there's no real detail online at all. So my guess is a year or less. Um, it's a very Viking-looking label. Yes, it is. It's very much so. Smartly branded mm-hmm. <laughs> in the duty-free shop. Yeah, Viking or just like a heavy metal band. Yes, or both. Mm-hmm. Shall we try it? Yes. I should say, while we're pouring, that we are accompanied by a semi-live studio audience. <laughs> Including a Sorry, whiskey. Semi live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's not like a full we studio audience. <laughs> it's not a full studio audience. Is what I was getting at. Um, and also a, a whiskey dog and and some whiskey cats. That it's not Amos this time, but we have a menagerie. I guess maybe you want to mm-hmm. say yeah. yeah. So if a you, whiskey menagerie, m- yeah. a whiskey menagerie. Yes, correct. Um, One of so panting you, underneath the table. <laughs> so you may you may hear. Nelson panting. Um, so we apologize for his panting, but not really because he's a, an adorable, adorable dog. Older than this whiskey. <laughs> yeah, older, older than this whiskey, yeah. Man, you can smell yeah, this a can. mile away without yep. like, passing it around the but table. But it's like not smoky. It's You can tell it's it is barley. Strong. So yeah, it definitely smells like barley. It's it's yeah, I haven't I didn't stop it. Oh. It is not <laughs> is not an appealing smell. It smells like wet wood. No. Wet wood. Mm. Looks, yep. I mean, it's got a, a bit of a sweet flavor to it, but Definitely. it's it's exactly the kind of sweet thing that I Damp. don't like. Yeah, or yeah, like now that you say uh, it, like I can it's like caramel and and like not in a good wet way. newspaper. Yeah. That's oh. what it smells like. Right. Like British sweets. Well, <laughs> cheers. Here we go. Cheers. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, <laughs> that has got a burn to whoa. it. The end of it the is end terrible. Is terrible. <laughs> I like it. So good, yes. <laughs> we have one vote because you're like a Norse, <laughs> Norse goddess likes it. So up, yeah, really. <laughs> so up front, it's like spice or like a burn. There's like a burn, maybe if that's what I'm getting at. And then in the end, it's getting sawdust and then honey. That's yeah. Sawdust is a very but at the very back end. It's so slow burning down my throat. Like, I can feel it slowly coming down. It's a very quick flavor. The spice goes away really fast. There's something so familiar about it. Like, I feel like I've... These are... I mean, I like sawdust honey. Like, we know what those flavors are. But I, I feel like there's there's something that maple. tastes like this. There's some maple at the end. What do you maple? like about it, Ange? It doesn't burn. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't burn and taste like maple. You okay. know what it, it's reminding me of is the um, the dead guy rogue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because it has that young flavor to it. That's what I'm, I, I agree. can see that. But I also, I kind of like the dead guy rogue. The dead guy rogue was also a lot more subtle than we thought it was going to be. That mm-hmm. may have benefited by our thinking that it was going to be awful. That's true. Um, although I've also had it since and it's, you know, not something I would like go out and seek, but it's a perfectly fine whiskey, young whiskey. This is more like foreign sweets to me. Like <laughs> sweets that aren't like, you know, that they're like sweets that you love because you grew up with them. This tastes like something that you go to like another country and they're like, oh, it's a classic here. And you're like, that's fucking vile. Like, like, <laughs> like the English who are like, eat this exactly. pomegranate jelly <laughs> with Worcestershire sauce. Like, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you say the word mushy? Because this feel, it tastes mushy to me. That's I know that's funny. like a weird thing to say, but. I don't know if I said mushy, Ugh. but that's. Maybe I just heard it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I had pretty low expectations, but so it's not as terrible. But the barley, like the, I can't, 
get away yeah. from the grain flavor. It's a, it's a very strong grain. Can I? It's so I want to read you the the tasting notes, <clears throat> which. I can't believe that you said this because I've never heard a whiskey described this way until I read it this morning and you just said it. Fresh sawdust with lemon juice sprinkled on. Wow. This I is freaking good, good at this, Kelly. It's not the first time I've been <laughs> spot on any tasting notes. So this was a this was not there. There are no tasting notes on the website the for this distillery. This was like someone and there's a website called Whiskey Saga and they basically rate all Nordic whiskey which is fascinating that's awesome so they're the only people that have tasted this and they said so they're they said on the nose fresh cut grass citrus barley juice malt and and then in taste fresh sawdust with lemon juice sprinkled on i like wrote quotes around it because i'm like what and then dry pepper oak and bitter caramel i was tasting oak oak it's interesting you say bitter caramel yeah, that's that's like, it's like an awful sort of caramel, and I don't really like caramel to begin with. It's like it's too sweet at the start. It's terrible in the middle, and then it just yeah. heats up in the end. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a yeah. great summary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are are all Icelandic whiskeys um, spelled without the e? Well, so there there are no others. This is it. This is it. There's also I also learned there's only one whiskey bar, like a true whiskey bar, in the whole of Reykjavik but this is I'm pretty sure it's the first it's the only distillery and this is their first bottling so we'll see how they progress next time Samer goes we'll have him pick up the age since they're supposed to release it this year yeah did they Um, say what age that would be nope but they started in 2009 Mm. so okay maybe some good five year or something maybe some good five year um I don't know how the barley tastes in five years. Maybe the aging will mellow the barley juice and sawdust (laughs) taste. (laughs) It smells like somebody made a bowl of porridge out of barley and then doused it with maple syrup. Hmm. Hmm. I see that. The maple cut. Yeah, I I get that. I definitely get the maple. I mean, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. It smells like all sugars. But the taste is so far from it. Is oh, really? Like- I feel like it tastes very sweet to me. Especially in the front, like Sorry. you were saying. It tastes big in my mouth, but when I smell it, it's very thin. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite episode ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, talking about saving one for the podcast. <laughs> We were thinking of an occasion where we would want to drink this, something that it would pair with. I cannot. Anyone? Angela? Um, Iceland's in the Winter Olympics, and you're cheering them on. Mm. Mm. Theme party? Well reached, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Well reached. Very good. Is there anything that you would typically make from barley that is something that, like, Americans eat? Soup. Bread. Oh, yeah. I hate Mm. barley soup. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, we don't make a whole lot of barley bread. Yeah, like beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Beer. So oh. I would have, you know, beer in a shot, I guess. Yeah. All right. I think it's about $50. He couldn't quite remember because he bought a lot of things in the duty-free. As and this you is, do. And this is a do. small bottle, too, so that's not even for a full yeah. $7.50. That's not, yeah, it's not $7.50, is it? It's uh, 40% APB. Yep. And we have a, you know, hand-labeled... Grain to glass. From the 18th barrel, 87th bottle. 
So yeah, young, young, young. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, that's Floki. a thing. Yep. Floki. That is a thing that now exists in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I believe those beep boops mean it's time for Science Corner. Uh, brief update on the aging experiment. Yes. Next Tuesday, I am going to pour it all, filter it and pour it all out. I've decided to filter it through coffee filters. I've done a lot of reading mm. about filtering. And they recommend, they many people, including real distillers, um, recommend activated charcoal, if you can find it. Or if you just want to be easy about it, then coffee filters. So I'm going to... Grab two jars, pour both of them out through the coffee filters into these new jars, let them sit for a week, and we're going to taste it at our next recording. All right. So wait, how much are you going to... I'm going to pour it all out. Yeah, why? I thought you were just going to pour some of it out first. I'm going to pour it all out. Um, Because (laughs) it's like, you're sick of this, it's taking up too much room in your cabinet? No, 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 because I want to do one longer one that just goes, that we don't mess with. So I'm going to start like a And you didn't want to mess with like the... The volumes and and, like worrying about math and getting it wrong. So I just want to, I want the first experiment to be as clean as possible. Okay. So So then you'll have them, we'll taste them, but there'll be some left over so that when you do the longer one, we'll still have the first one so that we can compare them? Yes. Excellent. We'll keep them forever. They will be the one month. So how, oh, so it was one month. Four weeks. Okay. Four weeks. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Uh, We got some mail. We did get some mail. Relating to the experiment uh, from Mark Bylock, who lives in Toronto. Okay. One of our favorite cities. Um, And he wrote the Whiskey Cabinet book, and he hosts a podcast called The Whiskey Topic, which I had never heard before, but have now subscribed to. Mm, Excellent. Apparently, he listens to us. All right. That's great. Which is exciting. Um, Actually, it was his email that sort of convinced me about leaving it in the glass for a week after you filter it to let it kind of mellow out and balance all of the flavors. It was a a nice email. It just kind of talked about the barrel in the glass. You know, we were concerned about whether the evaporation through the barrel was going to do something different to the than the, the reactions with the wood and the glass. I have to say, after reading this, I'm still not convinced that there's going to be that much of a difference, especially given the small volumes that we're dealing with, which actually was kind of reassuring. That's how I read his email anyway. So yeah, so thanks, Mark, for clarifying some of the evaporation stuff and what humidity does and what it doesn't. Cool. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, and we also got some, another email, actually, from, from Samer, who got us this lovely, or... Not so lovely. <laughs> lovely for some. <laughs> lovely for some. Uh, Floki. Uh, but he just wrote in to tell us about the the Vegemite. Um, if you recall one of our last episodes about how the Australian government was worried that indigenous communities was taking large amounts of Vegemite and turning it into moonshine. And he wrote in to basically say that the Vegemite story is actually bunk. Uh, and he says that Vegemite is basically yeast extract made by heating yeast until it's a dead sugar, malt extract, and a shit ton of salt. So maybe the malt could provide sugars to brew with, but the resulting mix would be so salty it would kill any yeast. And the yeast in Vegemite or the Marmite isn't viable, so there'd be need to be another yeast source. So 
He actually found a article from uh, Vice on the Munchies website, of course, uh, <laughs> where it goes into this and basically calls out that the entire thing is is based is a racist uh, uh, made up thing, basically made up from the country's Australia's country's Indigenous Affairs Minister. Um, basically, just accused the Indigenous communities of doing this, and it's it's actually not true because you can't you can't really make anything from it. Um, the article goes on to say that. Uh, actually brewers in Australia actually send their spent yeast to the Vegemite factory so they can use it in the production of Vegemite. So again, it's a, it's a dead product and you can't really get anything out of it. Um, they do go on and to try to make uh, what they call vooch, Vegemite hooch, out of it. Um, I believe it might taste something like rosé. Yeah, right there with the barley juice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but again, it's 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 a it's a terrible story in that the world media just sort of picked up as 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 true. Hmm. Samer's full of wisdom. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for bringing that to our attention, Samer. We we appreciate it. Our world traveler friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got another email too. We did. We got some fan mail. <laughs> so this is from uh, Matt, and he happens to know Kelly's husband. Uh, he says, I have to start with expressing the utmost appreciation for your podca- podcast. It has taught me a lot, probably in different ways than your typical listener, as I sell whiskey and other spirits for a living. Uh, he says he actually worked for the U.S. importer of Brucladi for a while. So I'd actually like to hear more from him about how he's learning something as a whiskey seller. Like, is he getting what, like, novice people are thinking when they're buying his whiskey? And how is he... Um, applying that. I think that'd be interesting. Matt, you should tell us more. Yeah, we'd love to hear more. If you want to write us, you should definitely do that and email us at whiskeycoutspodcast at gmail.com. We and you could have your email read on the air. (laughs) Just like Matt. Just like Matt. Just like Samer. And just like Mark. So that's it for another episode of Whiskey Cats. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at whiskeycats.com or again, email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at whiskey underscore cats. And if you want to call us with a question or a comment or a whiskey story or any of those things, you can call us at 202-760-2009. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs> Papa, I'm all about that.